morning, beautiful morning mga kapatid. This is your ate and here's another episode of Let's Be Candid, the DDK 2021 series. Um, you know, I'm very torn because I heard uh, or I listened to a video wherein they said the pronunciation of it is DDK and then another one says DDK. I'm torn because <laughs> before I knew it as Didache. <laughs> so, if you know what the proper pronunciation is, let me know. Because um, all of those are found online. I don't really know what is the, the most accurate one. But anyway, so for our session today or episode today april 9th it's a holiday happy holidays the day of valor um araw ng kagitingan in the philippines and i it's a holiday but i'm I'm pretty sure i'll i i will need to (laughs) report the work tonight um but yeah um the day of valor in the philippines um is the is a holiday that really remembers what happened in Bataan um, specifically the Bataan and Corridor Day that's the time when we commemorated the, the fail of Bataan during the World War II because uh, it, it used to be a place where the soldiers were um, during the war and they really you know created a fort around it uh, but they still ended up being being captured a lot of people killed also during that time so we used this day to really commemorate and celebrate that but did you know that april 9 is actually also known as the national unicorn day <laughs> I, 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 I just heard of that um, I read about it sometime last year where in 2020, April 9, 2020 um, it's actually considered as uh, Unicorn Day ang galing no? I didn't even know there's even one like that um, but yeah, happy Day of Valor everybody and happy Unicorn Day in today's uh, reading, we do have um, the title of it is Take the Plunge. Our readings today are Acts 4, 1 to 12, Psalm 118, 1 to 2, 4, 22 to 24, 25 to 27. And the gospel is 20, John 21, 1 to 14. Our script guidance for today for the reflection entitled Take the Plunge is So he said to them, cast the net over the right side of the boat and you will find something. John 21.6 After I left auditing firm, I applied in several companies except in banks. When nothing happened, I applied in a bank, but only after much prodding from my dad. The salary offered was way below my asking price, but the department head assured me of a promising career. 
As I went up the corporate ladder, I received more than what I asked for. I was searching for ways to augment my income when I received an email from a woman looking for a freelance editor and writer to work on their series of Catholic prayer books. After praying about it, I submitted my resume online. The company president interviewed me and boy, I was hired. The disciples went out fishing all night, but caught nothing. Then Jesus appeared and told them to throw their nets over the right side of the boat. They obeyed and caught a big number of fish. It's difficult at times to act on something because we've had a prior bad experience or we're paranoid or just plain stubborn. If we sincerely pray about our decisions, we can trust God and take the plunge. A big number of fish may just be waiting to be hauled. This is a reflection by Judith Concepcion. And our our reflection statement today is, Is there anything that you still haven't acted upon? You may be missing out on God's blessings. We. Nagpapakonsensya. Ang reflection today. But what's very relatable on our reflection today is it is talking about getting into a job that he didn't really want to begin with and then eventually getting an offer for another job that looks like he wanted more and he was successful he got hired for that other job i wonder though it's not part of the reflection i wonder though how he did his exit from his current employment um, or what happened there you know after he got hired for the new role that he applied for while i was reading that it took me back memory lane when I was trying to apply for a job. So after graduation actually from college, I did not work immediately. Um, not because I have the luxury of not working yet the family is okay, I'm okay, I'm financially um, able. No, nothing like that. It is really more of me not being able to get the work that I, the jobs that I wanted. Applied for jobs who didn't want me. Because <laughs> um, I, I graduated communication arts. And I thought to myself, okay, then I must work um in a broadcasting company because I had my OJT in one of the biggest broadcasting companies in the Philippines so I thought to myself oh okay so here's where I belong I'll I'll work in this company I'll work in this broadcasting company um if not probably I'll work in a movie or, or a production place um maybe I could also work as a marketeer or somewhere somewhere or some industry that was part of my subjects back in college that's where I belong 
those are the only jobs I'll apply for and those are the only jobs that I can be truly good at. I applied a lot of jobs in Makati. I even uh, applied in Ortigas, places that are really, really far away from home. Um, and I, I didn't really get the jobs that I wanted. I even applied for a big uh, manufacturer of... Uh, I don't know how to, to to categorize them. But they provide like toiletries and... Um, uh, personal items um i also applied for a big food company so I, I i had really big dreams and to me if i do not get into a company that's known popular you know i i'm i'm not doing what i'm supposed to do i'm just being mediocre about it i set really high standard standards for myself and I'm so blessed though. I'm so blessed that my family, my mom, my dad, my, my brother, my aunts and uncles who helped me with my college. I'm blessed that they did not really pressure me into getting a job immediately. It took me months before I finally got out of the house and get an actual job. The thing about my actual job, quote unquote, is not really an employment kind of thing where you have a contract and it's regular employment you have your benefits you have your monthly salary it's nothing of that sort but it did pay well don't worry it's legal <laughs> but i was able to get some projects and stints as a corporate uh, a corporate host for events um, or an event for co- corporate, sorry, a host for corporate events there. So we go around different places around uh, Luzon, um, as far as Pampanga. Um, we hold events 30 to an hour, 30 minutes to an hour uh, worth of event. And in a day, I actually earned quite a lot. I rem- if I remember well, correctly, I earned like 3000 per day um, for an event. And... Uh, max of that would be three or four sessions with 30 to an hour 30 minutes to an hour per session so it's not it's not really that hard if you think about it and it's hosting i love hosting i love talking so it's 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 easy for me it was an easy money job easy money kind of thing i there are days where i don't really need to go to work the entire week i have like projects mwf and i would i would get my check at the end of the week worth nine ten thousand pesos it's easy money for me and for somebody who's fresh out of college didn't really have any experience in work and getting money that i paid for that i worked for it is amazing um that lasted for quite some time um that lasted for almost a year that that's the only only job quote-unquote that I have um midway I started also having or or doing some businesses buy and sell in specific imported goods I had some partners that I worked with and this is the time when Facebook marketplace was not even a thing eBay is already a thing in the U.S. in the Philippines I remember it's still sulit.com 
Um, and my website uh, or platform that I used is or was my multiply account. Diba? Oh, now you know na my age. <laughs> um, there wasn't Facebook even. There was Friendster. But I didn't really post in Friendster. Um, I posted mostly in Multiply. And then I posted in Sulit.com. Um, my business was, was doing good. My hosting career is doing good. But I don't really see it as sustainable. It's not a sustainable job. The business depends on how much... Um, business comes in like my the money that I'm gonna gonna get for the month is not fixed it would depend on how many orders I'll get for hosting it depends on how many projects I'll get um, plus I don't really have um, I, I don't really have extra benefits or benefits in general I don't have a health card to go along with it I don't have um SSS, but ebig, you know, bill health, things like that. So I decided, okay, maybe, you know what, Lola, maybe it's time for you to start working. I went ahead to work. I went ahead and applied for a job. And I got into a marketing job. I was a, a marketing assistant or marketing advocate. I forgot the t- title, but it some, has something to do with marketing for an architectural firm and uh, I loved that job because it was my first job but at the same time I hate who I was when I was there I wish I could have done better when I look back to how I was then I wish I would have done better I wish I have treated my peers better, my boss better. I was so immature. <laughs> I lasted in that company for six months. I already didn't want to work actually in that company before my six month because again, because of my immaturity. But I told my told myself I'm gonna wait six months because I want to make sure that it doesn't look bad in my resume that I was in my previous job for less than six months, at least I'm near the regularization period. I'm pretty sure I won't even get regularized if I stayed. <laughs> um, but, you know, so, so fast forward to two to six months, I went ahead and handed off my resignation. I left the company. And then I was a bum again. <laughs> Didn't have any job. Um, a few weeks after, I was able to get a confirmation that I got into a job that I applied for recently but it wasn't really like the like uh, Judith like Judith in our reflection today I didn't really like the job that I am applying for I didn't really like this 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 industry at all it is the BPO industry the call center industry because I've already had a lot of um, I didn't have any experience with, with this industry, but I, I heard a lot of bad things that other people said about it. Um, and if I, when I think about that now, the people who actually said a lot of bad things about the BPO industry are the people who didn't even work in the BPO industry. 
but I applied anyway. I applied with all the hesitations because I need needed. I needed the job. I need money. I need um, a stable job. But I also told myself, you know what? I'm applying for this job, but it's going to be a parking lot job. <laughs> Meaning, I plan to stay here for six months or a little over, maybe even less than that, while I wait for the result of my other applications or while I apply for another job. I'll try again in a broadcasting company. I'll try again in a marketing firm. I'll try again anywhere else that I graduated for or is covered by my degree. I didn't want to work in the BPO. I didn't even want to tell anybody I work in a BPO. I told my mom. I told my brother. I didn't really tell my aunts and uncles. I didn't really tell my friends. I didn't really tell much people. I think the most of the folks that I really told that about are my friends at church because my office or the, the, the building that I applied for, the site I applied for, is very near my church. So whenever we walk around the area from church, we usually would eat um, in Lola Ellis or Chades, the, the Tapsiluga near the church, or we'd go to SM, I would see that building with the big name of the, the BPO company. And I, I would tell them, you know what, I'm going to work there. Because I was still waiting for the result during that time. So they knew about it. I applied for the job. I got in. I started my training in the BPO. Um, I actually enjoyed it. I enjoy. I enjoyed talking. I enjoy being with peers who are equally talkative like me. Very exciting friends. Um, there's this one friend, one of my closest friends in that class. I was a top one in our class. I'm, I was top one with performance, with my grades. My friend is a top two. I'm so sorry about the background. I'm not sure if you could hear the background noises. Dogs are crazy. <laughs> but um, my friend who was a top who was a top two in class after the training, and when we were already really close friends, we were actually talking about it, <laughs> and we we figured out we actually had the same motivation in being friends with each other. I wanted to be, to befriend him because I don't want him to to take the top one role. Similarly. He wanted to befriend me because he wants to be the top one. <laughs> so we had the same uh, thinking that keep your friends close, your enemies closer. <laughs> uh, but I'm still really good friends with that with that person. It's really funny when you think about that. But I was successful in training. I was successful in training. I was successful in um, passing it and being endorsed to production. And I took calls. Um, I told myself, oh, you know, it's just going to be three months. Don't worry, Lola. It's four months. Don't worry. It's going to be a few more days, a few more weeks, five months, a few more, six months, a few more, a year. I was happy I already have my rice allowance. But I told myself at the same time, mm, I'm going to leave soon. I want to leave soon. I even had, you know, almost two years in, I even had um, an opportunity to work abroad in Canada in specific that I had to, I was so eager to get that, that I wanted to, 
work at the same time study to get that certification or that license to work abroad because i was really planning for it i want to work abroad i don't want to stay here in this industry i don't i like it it's providing something but i don't see myself here upon finishing all of my requirements for the the job abroad there was an opportunity that opened for me in my company to join the training team I went ahead and tried because I told myself mm, it's something I think I could do so I went ahead and applied I got in I said goodbye to my plans of going abroad people thought I was a fool my uncle told me even told me you know what you wasted your chance to see snow <laughs> and my friends told me you, you wasted your chance to have a better life I thought I made the wrong choice during that time, actually. That was almost 11 years ago. I'm still in the same company. I'm still in the same industry. I'm still in the same department. I don't have the same position anymore. With the grace of God, I got the chance to get promoted and be able to grow career-wise in this industry that I didn't really want to stay to begin with. My quote-unquote parking lot job became the job of a lifetime for me. It didn't promise me a promising career, but it turned out to be a promising one. I actually believe I received more than I asked for. I know I said a lot of things. It's a very long story time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Longer usually than my previous episodes. But I wanted to share that story because I've, I've always been proud of that story. Looking back, I'm happy I took the, pl- I, I took the plunge. I ha- I'm happy that I took the risk. I jumped the cliff. I'm glad I did that. During that time that I was doing it, I was so unsure. But I trusted the process. I trusted myself. I trusted my God. Did I have doubts? I did. Oh boy, I did. Did I doubt God about it? About my decisions? I did. I'll be honest. Sometimes I would even think, um, the Lord has planned things for me before I was even born, before I was even in existence. But I did this. What if this is actually not what he wanted? What if my free will as a human being actually intercepted what his plans were? At this point, I believe I did everything that I did in the past and I'm still doing it right now with the guidance of God. Of course, my free will is still there. But me deciding to take the plunge was guided by the Holy Spirit. I'm proud of that story because it is, to me, it is a story of faith. Really, faith that the Lord will bless me, that the Lord will, that the Lord is holding my hand in making this decision. Back in 2012, I I said goodbye, closed my doors to having the chance to see snow. Three years after, in 2015, my company gave me the opportunity to travel all expense paid 
because for work and I got the chance to see snow few years after that I was able to travel again see snow again this time at my own expense and I'm saying this not to brag but simply to share to you that my company gave me that opportunity gave me that uh, or enabled me because of the job that I have right now to travel on my own on my own expense the company that I took the plunge for the chance that I took the risk that I took like the disciples when they were fishing and you know they were in this story the disciples were already hopeless that's that's what the bible was saying they're already hopeless there's no fish there's no fish here you know I couldn't get anything anymore let's just let's just throw in the towel let's just go home but the Lord said hey throw your nets to the right side of the boat did they hesitate maybe we can we don't know maybe they did in their minds maybe they did but they did it anyway they trusted the Lord they casted their nets lo and behold there's fish a lot of them because they followed because they obeyed because they trusted in difficult times it's it's hard to do something to make a decision and usually it's because we are we've been traumatized by a previous experience or we think of things negatively we look at things half glass empty instead of half glass full or sometimes we're just <laughs> we just don't want to do it because we just don't want to do it sometimes my friends would ask me Lola, what are, what am I gonna do what what do I do in this situation I would always tell them pray for it pray for it pray about it ask guidance because he will he will give you guidance trust him trust his plans don't be afraid to take that risk because you can never tell right you can never tell sometimes it's so easy for us to think of things half glass empty but take a look at it half glass full whenever we find ourselves asking what if it doesn't work let's go ahead and change that and say what if it does that my friends is my reflection for today in taking the plunge it's it's an exciting reading for me because i get to talk to you about a really good experience in my life um but you know whenever we pray let's just tell the lord our doubts we do not know what's around the corner but let's trust and let's know for sure that the lord knows for sure what he has in store for us let's not be afraid because the lord will be there therefore 
there's nothing for us to fear. Thank you so much for your time today, mga kapatid. Once again, this is your ate, and this has been another episode of Let's Be Candid. Bye!